ba 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 Welcome to another mini-sode of Esoterica the Podcast. El Podcastito. Uh, we're here celebrating May the 4th. So, uh... So what? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, so, yes, not Star Trek the 4th. Um, May the 4th be with you. Um... So we thought we'd do a quick mini-sode, um, maybe review one song, and, and do some musing about mm. the greatest modern myth ever constructed, the Skywalker saga. So I have to say, the uh, there was a show I was going to play when I was in a band, and we were going to, it was a May the 4th show, and what we were going to do was have one of, <laughs> I was supposed to be Princess Leia when we were playing, we were going to get two cinnamon buns <laughs> and uh, get, <laughs> and glue them to my head on like a headband or something okay. and have the guitar player come over and eat the cinnamon buns off of my head as we're, as we're playing the song. Um, mm. So um, that never came to fruition. We never did that, unfortunately. But It could have been fun. It would have been funny. Funny. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Star Wars. Uh, so if you listen to our live streams, you okay. will have heard about uh chris's theory on uh, gungan milk gungan milk gungan milk so you know that all started with when when padme first meets anakin in phantom menace uh there's there's quite an age gap between the two of them clearly um over the course of the prequels uh, anakin ages quite a bit um and padme does not which in my mind, is not problematic because they come from different worlds, even though they're both humans. Yeah. Um, but to explain the disparity in in aging, uh, I came up with this theory that, um, and this partly comes from a throwaway comment that Obi Wan makes. Um, so when they're on Naboo, and Obi Wan and Qui Gon are, are appearing before Boss Nass, um, Obi Wan says. Uh, Surely you understand that you have a symbiotic relationship with the Naboo. And that is never expanded upon. Like, yeah. what exactly is a symbiotic relationship? Because symbiosis implies that both societies are benefiting from the existence of the others. Right. So I came up with a theory. that The Gungans are used as wet nurses for the Naboo. That drinking Gungan milk is what keeps the Naboo young um, and aging at a slower rate than other humanoids in the galaxy. Whether or not this is the blue milk that we see on Tatooine is a subject to debate, but I firmly believe that at least Naboo society, um, and I'm not talking about bottling milk from Gungans, I'm talking like wet nurses. So they're, they're, the young Nabooians are sucking at the teat of female Gungans, which, by the way, in The Phantom Menace, uh, you don't see any female Gungans. Hmm. So it's possible they're, they reproduce asexually, but if they are a binary gendered uh, race, then you don't see any females in the movie. Cause yeah, Jar Jar is a male? Jar Jar is a male. And we're sure of that? I believe they use um, male pronouns uh, when referring to him in the, in the trilogy. I'll have to go back and uh, pay attention to that. Yeah, I mean, Misa Jaja Binks. I don't. We don't. I don't know if they're uh, Misa Jaja. <laughs> I don't know if they use gendered um, nouns like the you know Spanish 
do, but see now I want to look up whether it's actually defined if uh, yeah Jar Jar is male or not. That says he is nearly killed. Yep. See. So yeah. So what happened? Where are the female Gungans? That's where they are. They were in the palaces of Naboo, being wet nurses to um, Naboo society. And I'm just looking up if there's female. Well, it looks like looks like there's a niece to Boss Boss Nass. Is she seen on screen? Um, I think it's Clone Wars. Uh. I'm not sure. Well, there's always exceptions to the rules. Yeah, there are. So, until Pablo Hidalgo um, says otherwise, this is my working mm-hmm. theory for why Padme ages at a much slower rate than Anakin um, in the original prequel. I mean, not to mention, too, that Anakin grew up on Tatooine, and the effects of the twin sons probably speeds up the aging process explains why obi-wan goes from ewan mcgregor to alec guinness in the span of 20 years yeah that makes sense moisturizer if he had some gungan milk to keep him young and elastic they'd be so much better yeah there's like a a thread on here about other female gungans and um not reading any of it (laughs) it it goes it goes it's it's there it yeah well, that's you know. one of the interesting things about Star Wars fandom is, um, I guess a lot of people have a lot of time on their hands. Clearly, clearly. Yeah. Gungan milk. <laughs> I changed my mind. <clears throat> so, today, we are going to listen to one song, one track. One song. That's what we typically do on our mini-sodes. Yeah, and, and this song has an interesting pedigree. Um so the original theatrical release of Return of the Jedi, uh, the movie ended with a song called Ewok Celebration. It was composed by John Williams and had lyrics in the Ewok language that were written by Ben Burt. Um, and then there were English lyrics that were written by uh, Joseph Williams. I don't know if he's related to John Williams. Um, and they also wrote Lapty Neck, which is from the same movie that's from in Jabba's Palace. Mm-hmm. And they are both fun songs. So these are the songs that I grew up with. For whatever reason, uh, in 1997, when the special editions came out, they replaced um, both those songs. Um, Ewok Celebration was replaced with Victory Celebration, uh, which is a more, like, you know, traditional classical music sort of thing. Yeah. Um, not the fun silly Ewok celebration song. So I was disappointed to see that go. Um, But anyway, getting back to the song that we're listening to today, um, in 1983, when the soundtrack was released, uh, Miko um, recorded a version uh, that got to number 60 on the Billboard Hot 100. Now, Miko had previously done songs from the original Star Wars. He did the uh, Star Wars uh, Christmas album, with uh, R2-D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, which featured a very young John Bon Jovi, his first time in a recording studio. Mm-hmm. So then in 83, Miko strikes again with the Ewok celebration. Miko strikes again. <laughs> Miko <laughs> strikes back. This, this is a uh, return of Miko. <laughs> and interestingly enough, in the middle of this song is a rap, um, which I presume is performed by C-3PO. That's always been my presumption since being a kid yeah um somewhere online i saw someone say a rapping ewok but 
you know, that what's... doesn't work. No, and C-3PO is a translator droid. He knows millions of languages, and right. he knows Ewokese. So Ewokese. It's I don't know why that cracks me <laughs> up. It's, it's C-3PO rapping. Um, so the rapping in this song was actually done by none other than Duke Booty. <laughs> that name. Uh, Duke Booty, uh, real name Edward Fletcher, was a Sugar Hill label session musician and Furious Five collaborator. In fact, on um, Grandmaster Flash's first album, most of the, the rapping and music was done by none other than Duke Booty, um, rather than Grandmaster Flash himself. Mm. So we saw with Star Wars the genesis of John Bon Jovi's career and now the genesis of the entire rap genre the entire rap genre started solely with star wars with, with so that's what so I'm thank you star wars for making ooh, ooh, ooh. making rap happen yes dre owes everything he has to to Isn't dre up in here Nico <laughs> uh, and duke booty book duty i don't know <laughs> duke booty who who said to him hey you should you should go by Duke Booty. Or like, hey, I'm thinking of calling myself Duke Booty. And you're like, oh man, that's a great idea. Yeah, they, well, the uh, you know the 80s were an interesting time. There's a lot of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we want to give this a spin? Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, <laughs> that was Ewok Celebration. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to wet myself. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> so, um, R2-D2's rap is great. No, C-3PO. C-3PO, a.k.a. Duke Booty. Duke Booty. Um, you might be interested to know that there are actually English English lyrics. English. English. There's English lyrics. There's English lyrics to the uh, Ewokese. Freedom. We got freedom. And now that we can be free, come on and celebrate. Power. We got power. And now that we can be free, it's time to celebrate. Celebrate the freedom. Celebrate the power. Celebrate the glory. Celebrate the love. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to sing it. Um, celebrate the love. But those are the, that, that's the uh, translation and basic. Is, is that the... Uh, uh, is that from the actual movie, or is that what he says in the... Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I read that from Wikipedia, but yes. <laughs> Wikipedia, I know yes. exactly what you're talking about. So apparently, uh, when they when they wrote it, uh, Ben Burt, the sound designer, uh, came up with the Ewokese, uh, and then um, somebody else actually wrote an English or basic translation to... The sound designer. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that was the Miko version, which obviously is a little goofier than the, um, the movie version. Yeah. Um, but I like that better than the special edition one. It was fun. It was mm. 
everybody was celebrating and they're happy and not the the new music that they put in was good as well but this just had a fun feeling to it yeah i don't know why suddenly lucas would feel like this is too childish because return of the jedi was followed by phantom menace so (laughs) (laughs) if anything we doubled down well like you said before it's a kids movie it is yes at the end of the day and the Ewoks were a happy-go-lucky race until the Empire came knocking on their Until the Empire out. struck struck back. <laughs> and they did. But fortunately, the Jedi returned and uh, put things in order. You're insane. You're absolutely insane. Uh, um, that was fun. I, As you can tell by my obnoxious laughter at the beginning of this section here, um, that was great. Yeah. These days, yeah, these strange times, and it's funny, you know, this whole um, May the Fourth started off is just a a jokey, you know, play on words, but uh, Lucasfilm and now the the House of Mouse have really embraced it and turned it into, well, it's a money making opportunity if yeah. we're going to be honest with ourselves. But is it May May the Fourth and Revenge of the Sixth, right? Yeah, I, I don't fifth. think, I mean, yeah. so that exists, but uh, it's not as a big deal. But May the 4th is actually, there's usually a whole bunch of uh, special Star Wars content and merchandise that are released on that date. Yeah. Like um, today. Like today. Yeah, and yeah. actually. Rise of Skywalker is out on Disney+. Plus. You can watch the entire Tri-Trilogy on Disney+. Plus. Tri-Trilogy, is that Tri- what it's called now? Uh, that's what I'm calling Tri-trilogy. it. Tri-Trilogy. The Trilogy of Trilogies. So you can uh, you can watch the whole Skywalker saga from the origins of Darth Vader all the way through to um, spoiler alert the Emperor's granddaughter. <laughs> you know, all right. So <laughs> one thing I want to get off my chest here, and this might be an unpopular opinion, but let's talk about spoilers. Mm-hmm. That term gets thrown around a lot. People yeah. get very worked up, and I, I totally agree. It's a dick move to give out details of something before somebody's had a chance to see it. Yeah. But I want to go on record in saying it's only a spoiler up until the movie's released. As soon as it is released, it's no longer a spoiler. Mm. If you haven't seen the movie, it may be spoiled for you, but somebody telling you details, it's no longer a spoiler because the movie is out and can be viewed. Yeah. Um, you know, three months down the road where people are screaming, no spoilers, I'm like sorry it's no longer a spoiler yeah well and people that like will talk or review a movie from like let's say they've never seen star wars before right but somebody's reviewing it in a mm. video and they talk about it and you're like oh that's so spoiled that movie came out like 40 years ago leave yeah. it alone and there are still people that get excited about that and and i i i definitely feel like there should be some leeway in the first week or so when something has come out because yeah. people have lives and they may or maybe they are agoraphobic and don't want to go to the theater when it's um, overly crowded i get it but technically it's no longer a spoiler if the content is out for public consumption yeah um so go on wikipedia the entire plot is there yeah i just, just saying get over it um, you know, I, I personally prefer to spoil movies for me because then I, I don't know. I don't like being surprised going into a movie. I kind of just want to know what's up. Yeah, it depends. Like, I, I am that way with Star Wars. Every single movie, I've wanted to know all the details before walking in um, because I just want to experience it. And Yeah. Um, 
sometimes knowing what's going to happen yeah it keeps me from getting distracted by the surprise of it right and i just i'm not a patient person but that's my story i'm sticking to it so that was our uh mini sewed for today yeah may the fourth um, so i think we probably talked about it in our last episode but um Wednesday is our next episode coming out. So, Chris, what's that episode again? I don't know. What is that episode? Hi, How Are You by Daniel Johnson. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm losing. I have no concept of, of time anymore. It's all gone. So our, our episode coming out Wednesday, uh, we take a listen to uh, outsider artist and 90s indie darling Daniel Johnston. Indie darling. <laughs> um, who was is probably a... Uh, almost as about as esoteric as you can get until um, Kurt Cobain um, started uh, talking him up and he had some popularity in the 90s but uh, a yeah. very sad story um, very interesting artist fun album to listen to so uh, tune in it should be good and as always you can listen to our uh, all the albums from our episodes on esotericofthepodcast.com so if you want to get a head start hop on there and uh, listen to Hi How Are You there's a link to it on the website. Do you? As mm-hmm. well as uh, links to our, our live streams and uh, all our episodes and our social media presence, which uh, is out there. So He's out there. Check us out. Pass the word. Like us. Favorite us. Share us. Do you think? I uh, will continue coming at you. Yeah. Well, until Wednesday, I'm Aaron Christians. I'm Chris Schultz.